The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, May 6th edition. And it is a loaded slate, 13 games on tap. There's going to be some weather issues, though, and much more fun. Tons of aces on the bump, some great conversations to be had on this show. Hopefully get you in and out of here quickly to get you ready to start building some lineups and join us in the free Fantasy DGens Discord. There's great conversation throughout the day to get you going for your DFS needs. I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. If you'd like an invite into the Discord, just ask me. That's simple. If you guys can give a rate and review on iTunes for MLB DFS Quick Hits, I would truly appreciate it as well. Let's just get right at it. Let's not sugarcoat it. Your totals on this 13-game slate. Rangers-Yankees 7, Mets-Philly 7, Royals-O's 8, Jays-Guardians 6.5, White Sox-Red Sox waiting on that one, Tigers-Astros 8, Marlins-Padres 6.5, Rockies-D-backs 8.5, Wait on a handful of totals still because there's some pitching questions in the air, some guys that might be changing. So some of the info we discussed today may not be completely accurate. Again, it's what the Discord's good for. Also worth monitoring, potential chances of rain in Baltimore, in Philadelphia, in the Bronx, in Cleveland, in Boston. That's five games, folks. Oh, wait, it gets better. It does. There's five games that have potential chances for rain on this slate. So keep that in mind. We could have a 13 game slate in reality could go to eight. I doubt five games get rained out, but if we could get late starts, we should get some pitching issues, all kinds of fun stuff. So I'm playing this analysis. Like we have 13 games, but a lot can change. And what can change is the ownership on these pitchers. Cause it's a loaded pitching slate. You have Max Scherzer at 10, five at the Philadelphia Phillies. Maddox has been filthy and he's shown the ability of what the strikeouts can do. Like we talked about, even though he gave it four runs in six innings against Philadelphia last time, struck out nine, still got you 24 points. He's got 20 or more DK points in all three starts. This is his third time facing Philadelphia this year, which is pretty crazy to think about. But uh, the strikeouts have been there for Mad Max going up against this Phillies team that uh, strikes out a whopping 22.3% of the time versus right-handed pitching. So if you want to go Mad Max, you can. Not one of my top options because there's some guys I like where I can save some cash. Mad Max is still a great play. Like A lot of these guys... I tried to narrow my pool down a ton. There's a bunch of these guys. If you want to use them, I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. Let's put it that way. 
like Eric Lauer at 10-3. I'd rather use Eric Lauer than Max Scherzer just for the ownership leverage at 10-3 at the Atlanta Braves. Like most aren't going to use Lauer up here with the other pitchers surrounding him. Back-to-back 30-plus point performances, three straight 22-plus point performances. He's allowed uh, one runner less than three straight starts, six innings and three straight starts. And his last two starts, 11 and 13 strikeouts. Now, is that at all fully sustainable? Probably not. Let's be real. But he is much, much better. And he gets an Atlanta Braves team striking out 25.5% of the time versus lefties. They're hitting 238 with a 180 ISO. So got some pop versus lefties, but a big strikeout rate. And that's what's been flourishing for Eric Lauer. He gets the long ball, giving up a home run at least three of his four starts. So keep that in mind. But if you're paying up, if you're paying up above 10K, Lauer is like the massively lowest owned tournament play in this 10K range. If you're feeling like doing something like that, the best play for me in the 10K range is Kevin Gossman. Like we're just going to roll Goss daddy and he's one of the rain possible games. So keep that in mind, but $10,000 at the Cleveland guardians, a team, you know, you can pick on Gossman's been elite 23 or more points in four, four straight games, 29 or more in three straight games, six innings or more in three straight two run runs or less eight or more Ks. He has eight or more Ks in four straight starts. He's been nothing short about standing. The split has been great. He's got zero walks on the season, by the way. So that's elite. He says swinging strike rates well over 20%. So he's just making people look foolish out there. He does get to face Cleveland, who only strikes out 20% of the time versus right. He's hitting 276 with a 173 ISO. So they've been like sneaky good versus right-handed pitching. Gospin's it hasn't stopped him. His opponents have not stopped him. Houston, Boston, Boston, Yankees. And he's Freaking dealt in each one of them. Uh, th- could Cleveland get to him? Sure. But I think Gossman at 10K, if you're paying all the way up, he's my favorite play. Lauer's my favorite pivot in this range. Now we got the 9K range where there's a couple more guys I like. Garrett Cole down to 9700 bucks is too cheap. I know he's had his ups and downs this year. I get it. But he's coming off of back-to-back outstanding starts against Cleveland at Kansas City. Just mentioned how Cleveland doesn't strike out a ton. Well, he struck him out nine times in six and two-thirds shutout innings. Then he threw six shutout against Kansas City. Given those two opponents aren't great. Oh, wait a minute. He faces the Texas Rangers on Friday. Another not so great team. Striking out over 21% of the time, hitting 209 with a .089 ISO. The bad thing is, is you can you hear a line like that, you're like, well, they're the guys that are gonna finally get to Garrett Cole. Sure. I'm gonna roll the Cole train at 9700 bucks. This is why like I like Scherzer, sure. But I think there's a guy with similar upside as Scherzer and Garrett Cole for $800 less, and that money will be important on this slate. So Garrett Cole at 9700 bucks is the guy I'm going to go with. If you want Gossman, if you want Scherzer, you want Lauer, no arguments for me. I'm going to save some cash, though, and get a similar ceiling in a phenomenal matchup in the Bronx, rain-dependent. Similar to Lauer in the 10K range, if you want an uber, uber tournament play here, and pay up. It's Logan Gilbert at ninety two hundred bucks. I'm I'm going to write him up. I have the free DFS picks. I have them always Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday over at RotoBaller.com. And Logan Gilbert's one of my two pitchers. I'm writing up. He has been phenomenal this year. Point six four ERA, twenty seven Ks over his like twenty twenty eight innings. He's given up a total of three runs on the season, two total earned runs, both on solo homers. So keep that in mind. Uh, five or more Ks in three or four starts. He's got twenty or more DK points in all five starts this season. Um, he's made four of those starts on the road, which is pretty crazy to think about. And now he's back at home against the Tampa Bay Rays. The team strikes out nearly 25% of the time for right-handed pitching, hitting 241 with a 153 ISO. Logan Gilbert is a sweet, sweet GPP play at 9200 bucks. Like I like him a lot in tournaments at $9,200. You can play Eovaldi if you want. I don't care. I'd rather have Logan Gilbert at 92. Now it gets murkier. Like So up top here, love Gossman at 10 k 
Lauer's a great pivot. Scherzer's fine, but give me Gossman up there. In your 9K, I think Garrett Cole out of 9K and above, even including 10K, I think he's like the best price pitcher here. He should be in the Scherzer range, if not higher. So Cole at 97, I love, but Gilbert is the sneakiest play. Like I might do a Cole-Gilbert type lineup. I think there's a lot to like in that regard. So something to keep in mind there with those two pitchers. Below your 9K range, though, now it gets interesting. Like, go Kyle Gibson if you want. Not going to. Merrill, Kells, Merrill Kelly is interesting at 82. But where I start to get uh, interest here, especially for tournaments, Chad Cool at 79. Most are not going to roster Chad Cool. And Chad's been very cool so far this season. Six more innings and three straight starts, three in runs or less, four Ks in each start. Like he's not breaking the bank, but he's gotten you 19 or more points in three straight starts. At $7,900, going up against an Arizona offense that you could take advantage of, striking out nearly 27% of the time with a 194 batting average against. Chad Cole is a very good tournament play at 7,900. Sandy Alcantara, it's DK. There's always one mispriced guy on every slate of pitchers. Nola dealt on Thursday. It's like 25 points. You just eat the chalk with these guys, and it's worked like at least 80% of the time. So don't come back and go, oh, remember that one guy? I don't care. Tell me how there's been so many more that have worked out very, very well. Even Freddie Peralta on Wednesday wasn't great, and he still got you like 18 or 19 points. Like These guys are just mispriced for what they bring to the table. Sandy Alcantara is that guy tonight, $7,700. It's been rocky for Sandy. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. His last start in Seattle wasn't great. Uh, but And he's not getting like the elite strikeouts that we were used to getting with him. I think that's kind of the problem. But he still has five or more Ks in four straight starts, which I love to see. He's still going five. He went five and two-thirds last time. Prior to that, six or more in three straight starts. Um, and he's got you 19 or more DK points in three straight starts before last starts blow up. Like He's been effective. He has not been the elite picture we thought he would be, but he's been very, very effective. And now he gets the San Diego Padres team striking out almost 23% of the time versus right-handed pitching, the 226 average, 119 ISO. So the Sandy man at uh, 7700 I like quite a bit at that price point. He will be on the list for sure. Other than that, there's not much. If you're going like, – I don't like really anything below this. If you need to punt, though, I'll have one option for you. And you need to make sure you have a barf bag close by because it usually doesn't end well, but it's been better this year, and he's got a great matchup. And then there's one Jordan Lyles at $5,100 against the Kansas City Royals. Five or more innings and three or four starts. One run or less in two or four starts. And he's got four or more Ks in two or four starts. He's basically on 20.9 points, negative 0.3. 12.6 points, negative 0.8. Small samples, but the two positive outings were both at home. The two negatives, both on the road. So keep that in mind. You know, Camden is more of a pitcher's ballpark, even though they gave up five home runs total on um, Thursday night. But for $5,100, if you're feeling like, I don't think I'm going to go down here. I think I'll stick with Sandy and company. But if you want to go full punt, $5,100 is intriguing because he faces Kansas City, who strikes out only 20% of the time versus right. He's hitting 215 at the 104 eye. So Kansas City's offense is dreadful right now. Absolutely dreadful. So if you need to punt, you can go Jordan Lyles. I'm going to try not to. Let's put it that way. So recapping your pitching, my main targets, I want Gossman. I want Cole, Gilbert, Alcantara. You could sprinkle in some cool. Other options, though, it's a loaded slate. Like Scherzer and Lauer are still solid. You can go Eovaldi if you want. Chad Cool's fine. And then uh, Lyles if you need to. If I'm going in cash, it's a little more interesting. I'd probably go with uh, Alcantara for sure. Alcantara for sure in cash. I think I would still go Garrett Cole, but 
But like that's where the argument for like a Max Scherzer becomes much more interesting in cash because he just brings that steady floor to most of your lineups. Excuse me. So loaded pitching slate, thirteen game slate. You'd expect it, but that's where we're at. All right, the bats on this slate. And I'm going to miss some of them again. That's what the Discord's for. That's what watching lineups are for. Watching the weather. It's going to be a wild slate. Like right now, sadly, as I record this, I'd be happy if like sixty percent of this stays facts. Let's put it that way. I'm. This, this feels like one of those COVID seasons where I'm going to record for you guys, and most of it's not going to matter by the time it's all said and done. So it's been, and for the most part, it has mattered this year, which has been good. But this is baseball, and this is what happens. And the catcher's position on this slate. Um, you can go with Salvi if you're fading Jordan Lyles. That's fine at 5,100. But there's some better spots. We got Sean Murphy versus the spot starter in Minnesota at 49. That's not a bad spot for you. Um, cheaper options, though, if you just want to save at the position. Um, Kyber Ruiz is interesting against, against Berea, but he's still priced up like he's in Coors. So we'll pass on that one. And we'll go even cheaper on this slate. And then guys like Luis Torrens against Josh Fleming. Fleming has been rough since he's entered that rotation. So $3,900 for Torrens, who hits lefties well. Uh, Gary Sanchez, Minnesota's a big stack, big stack. Logue is making his debut for the A's because Cole Irvin went to the IL. Logue is a massive pitch-to-contact guy. He has a high ERA. He's getting smoked in AAA for the most part. Like, it's maybe not ugly, ugly, but it's not great by any means. So uh, Minnesota, I've been rolling them all week. It feels like between Baltimore and here. So Gary Sanchez at 3900 bucks. He had a double-digit night on Thursday. He's been very productive. Uh, especially for tournaments. So him at 39 is a guy I like quite a bit at the position. You can go Omar Narvaez if you want to ride Milwaukee again because Huascar, you know, is making the spot star for Atlanta. Huascar has not been good so far this year. Velocity has been a mess. So Narvaez at 37 is somewhere to look at. Um, cheaper plays, though, if uh, if it's not Narvaez, Vic Caratini's 34. He is, uh, is worth a gander as well. Ryan Jeffers of Minnesota is only 32. So if you don't want to play for Gary Sanchez, Jeffers is just fine at a $700 savings. So he's another one to uh, to keep in mind. Then other than that, um, probably watch Lyons. Like MJ Melendez is like 2200 bucks versus Lyles. So if you want to punt the position, Melendez is just fine at $2,200. Like that's a really solid punt if you're if you're feeling like going that direction. Uh, first base for you, my goodness. Anthony Rizzo's back home. We talked about it earlier in this week when they went on the road. Um, Rizzo at home is just ridiculous. The ISOs, the everything is ridiculous. And he gets to face Glenn Otto. So Rizzo at 54 is a really good play. A really, really good play on this slate. But we've got some cheaper options you can toy with. Like Josh Bell against Barria at only 47. I like Bell's just a straight-up hitter. But uh, Rowdy Rowdy is only 4400 bucks versus Yanoa. That's a good price point for Rowdy in his matchup. Uh, some cheaper guys, though, to get to the 3K range. Jared Walsh at 37. I like the Angels versus Johan Adon. I think Adon's very solid for Washington, but he still has a little more fine-tuning to do here, and he gives up a lot of contact and hard contact. So Jared Walsh at 37 is a nice value. Hunter Dozier at 34. Again, if you're fading Lyles, he's a, an option for you. And then as you slide on down, like you got Torque against Luis Garcia at 33. Ryan Mountcastle double donged. I think that's a great play. Baltimore going right back to them versus Carlos Hernandez. Uh, Mountcastle's been heating up. I think that's three homers in two games. He's 3,200 bucks. Nice little savings there. Trey Boo Boo's 3K. At least Trey Boo Boo's first base outfield for Baltimore. So you can play Mountcastle at first, Trey Boo Boo at, uh, in the outfield if you want. But Mountcastle and Trey Boo Boo are both uh, uh, solid looks for you. In that regard, and your last one, if you're really going to go all in on Minnesota, Jose Miranda uh, just just wrapped up a, a new episode of Bench with Bubba Bubba in the Bloom, and Miranda came up in a question, uh, so go download that and give it a rate review if you'd like. But um, 
you know, he's he, he's 30 home runs plus last year in the minors, hitting for power this year, not average in the minors. He's one for 13 to start the season with the Twins, but no strikeouts. That is very, very good. Like, I, I know people are like, oh, he's only one for 13. Blah, blah. That's fine. These guys are going to struggle. The fact he's not striking out and still putting the ball in play, that says a lot to me. So 2100 bucks for Miranda in like a twin stack, uh, I, I like that value quite a bit, actually. Like you can play like Melinda as a catcher, Miranda at first, pay up for pitching, and get all the bats you want from there. I'm not saying that's the way to do it. I'm just saying so far it's you can, you can pay up for pitching where you don't have to play Jordan Lyles probably. That's what I'm trying to get at. Second base, uh, Chisholm's still in play. He, had a, he only got eight points on uh, Thursday. He stole a bag. But uh, I love his upside, the way he's hitting the ball. He smoked a couple of routes, so he's, he's, he's just fine. If you're going to fade Eric Lauer, thinking some regression's coming, like I said, he's given up a home run, I think, in three or four starts. Ozzie Albies hits lefties very well. So that's a tournament play with Albies at 5K. Not a must play because it's expensive, but he would be a tournament play. Uh, Brisky is making the start for Detroit, so we have another scrub pitcher coming out there. Altuve went deep on Thursdays, 4,500. If you want to go with some Astros action, Colton Wong versus Genoa at 41. Wong continues to, to rake. He went deep on Wednesday or Thursday. Thursday, sorry. And I keep telling you guys to play him, and there you go. Um, Cattell Marte is a nice value at 4K. He started out the season very, season very, very slow, but four straight games of double-digit DK points, five-game hitting streaks of seven or more points. He has an extra base hit in five straight games. He scored a run in five straight games. He's been very, very productive at 4K going up against Chad Cool. This could be a time to get some low on Cattell Marte action in your life at $4,000. Uh, going down below 4K, Glaber Torres is streaking right now. He's 3700 That's a nice discount. Brendan Rodgers is, is heating up too. Big game on Thursday. He's got multiple hits, I believe, in three of his last four or five games. He's 35 versus Merrill Kelly. I'd, I'd rather pretty much pay for Glaber Torres, but if you don't have the money, Brendan Rodgers is a nice fallback option at 35 and then below that, um, not a ton I'm in love with at the position at this point in time. Uh, it's loaded, though, so there's lots of options, but nothing for me. Third base position, J-Ram versus Gossman. Like, I'll play J-Ram versus anybody in a tournament, and that's what Gossman is. Not saying you have to. 6300 bucks is steep, but it's an intriguing play nonetheless. Machado, he took Jesus Lazardo deep. He has become the next J-Ram. You just kind of play him if you, got, if you, if you want to in a tournament. So he's a play, but if for high price guys, I love me some Rafael Devers at 54 going up against our buddy Vinny V. So give me some Rafael Devers at 5,400 versus Vinny Velasquez. Uh, below 5K now. You could look at Donaldson if you're going full Yankee stack. He just hasn't woke up yet. So that's kind of the, the bummer with him. I like the Candyman on Thursday. He went to Ding Dong City. He's 4,100 bucks versus Luis Garcia. He's a nice little savings again at the position. Sheldon Moisey at 38 going up against Winder. Uh, winder so that oakland minnesota stack it's like stacking baltimore minnesota all over again so much fun uh bobby witt jr's 32 versus lyles you can start going to bobby witt as we've talked about before but for that i think that'll wrap us up at the position shortstop hobby bias is up to 53 remember when i've been telling you guys for like a week or so like hey play hobby it's too cheap play hobby it's too cheap now hobby is the most expensive shortstop on the slate so just take that as it is um, he's still a great play at 53, but I'd rather play like Xander Bogarts at 51 versus Vinny V. That'd be higher up on my list of things to do. Or Willie Adamas, who had his seventh home run of the year on um, on Wednesday. He's 4,700. Or Boba Shett, who's on fire. I don't even care. He's facing Bieber at 45. So that's where it's hard to pay up top for those big dogs. 
Um, but they're they're there. Like Bichette or, or Bichette's there. Adamas are really good plays at their price point. But if you want to get Bogarts, that's fine. Uh, low 4Ks and below, though. Jeremy Payne went deep again on uh, on Thursday. He's 4,100. That's a really strong look for you uh, in this one. That's a good value at 4,100 uh, for uh, for Pena. But other than that, like it's a tradition like any other shortstop. Jorge Mateo had that unicorn game. A couple of you guys reached out to me. He had a home run and a triple. He's 2,700. If you think he can go back-to-back unicorns, go for it. He's just never cash viable for me at those price points. I'd rather play like MJ Melendez in cash for cheap. But Mateo makes for tournament plays just for that unicorn reason. Outfield is loaded. Loaded. Budget 61, great play versus auto. Um, uh, Taylor Ward, I like a lot at 54 versus Don. Buxton had a big game and went deep on Thursday. He's a good play at 53 as well. I uh, love Jordan Alvarez tonight at 5,200 bucks versus Brisky. That's solid. Juan Soto at 5K is fine. So 5K and above, lots of options. It's probably Jordan Buxton would be my top two plays, 5K and above. And we go below 5K now. And you got Georgie Springer is intriguing at 47. Stan's only 47. So he's like, he's over 1,000 less, I think, than uh, Judge. Judge is 61. He's $1,400 less than Judge. You take that savings and run. Um, Lou Bob's only 46 versus Eovaldi. I like Eovaldi a lot, but it's a good discount for Lou Bob in this matchup. Um, Kyle Tucker only forty four. I, I I love Jordan, but you get a discount with Tucker as well if you want to go there instead. I prefer Jordan honestly, but you can get the discount if Brandon Marsh is in the line if he's forty two versus Don. That's a good savings for you. Uh, Cedric Mullins keep going back to him. We've been in love with him back to back twenty plus point fantasy games. It's tough to do three times in a row, but pitch to contact Carlos Hernandez might just help him out. So Mullins is, is a discount. He's been forty one forty two the last two nights. Now he's down to thirty nine. Keep playing him. Keep playing them, folks. Uh, I won't be recording over the weekend as usual, but just so you know, Ramon Laureano returns on Sunday, everybody, for the Oakland Athletics. So keep that in mind. Uh, some other options down here, though. You got the likes of like um, Dalton Varsho at 37 is a decent value versus Chad Cool. Uh, Joey Gallo for tournaments at 37 versus Otto. That's a really good tournament play at 3,700. Um, Hunter Dozier at 34. Talked about him earlier at first base. Yadiel Hernandez, my dog, is only 3,400 bucks for Sparia. So there's some savings if you want. Uh, a few other ones to look at down here. Austin Hayes went deep on Thursday. He's 3,100. Hitting in the middle of that order. Paven Smith has been crushing it. He's 3K. So some nice savings in the outfield. Trey Mancini, Trey Boo Boo at 3K, like we talked about. Anthony Santander is down here at 2,900. So you got your cheap Orioles. As always, plus many, many other options. Mark Khan is only 28. Um, we've talked about him a few times on this show as a discount. Other than that, I think I'll cut it off there, but there will be a bunch of options, especially when lineups come out. Recapping your pitching, 10K and above, I want Gossman as my priority. Lauer is the pivot off of Scherzer, but all three are really good plays. Scherzer's probably the cash game play up top. 9K range, give me Garrett Cole with a bullet. He's like my top price per dollar guy in the high range. But I think Logan Gilbert's a phenomenal pivot. So if I have to have it my way, Gilbert and Cole are the only two I want, 9K and above. If I'm narrowing down my pool, but Gossman's a close third, and you can make some arguments for the rest of them. Saving some money, Sandy Alcantara at 77 is way too cheap, way too cheap. Don't mind Chad Cool at 79. And if you have to punt, Jordan Lyles is 5,100. If you're playing cash, it's pretty much Alcantara and most likely Scherzer for me at this point in time. But watch the weather, weather in five games potentially. So that should make things tons of fun. If you're stacking up, though, 
We love Minnesota versus Zach Logue. Love Minnesota. Love Baltimore versus Cesar Hernandez. Kind of like the Angels versus Washington and vice versa, Washington versus the Angels. That could be an interesting game stack, but still don't love. I like. Love Houston versus Detroit. So we're in on those. I like Milwaukee versus Atlanta. Uh, Oakland versus Minnesota is like a, a like a love. It's like just it's a between like and love just because Oakland's offense is so bad. That's the problem. Love Boston. Um, and then I, I think I, I, I'm between like and love for the Yankees as well. So 13 game slates and have a ton of options. There's gonna be even more games that go off, but there's elite pitching. There's value bats, uh, Minnesota, Kansas City, Houston, Boston are my four favorite stacks. But the, the Yankees and the A's are right outside those, and there's a handful more. So lots of ways to go on this 13-game slate, which makes it absolutely beautiful. If you have any questions, remember, hit me up on Twitter, at BDNTrick, and join us in the free Fantasy DGENs Discord. Just ask. We'll get you the invite to hop right in there. If you guys can give this podcast a rate and review, MLB DFS Quick Hits on iTunes, I'd really appreciate it. If you'd like to watch the podcast like some of you guys are right now, give it the old subscribe and the thumbs up. That would help a lot as well. For you season-long players, plus DFS will benefit from it. Bench with Bubba coming at you multiple times a week. Wrapped up a new Bubba in the Bloom on Thursday night, recapping some, uh, digging in on some mid-round draft picks that off to slow starts. So check that one out with myself and Ryan Bloomfield. Lots of fun there. Tuesday's Bubba in the Batflip with Toby G. Batflip crazy. And then we'll sprinkle in some other episodes throughout the week. But that'll do it for now, folks. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Should be a fun one. Lots of baseball coming up. Um, and I'll be back with you guys Sunday night to preview your Monday and another slate and week of baseball action. But for now, it will be DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, May 6th edition. In the books, I'm out. Yeah.